With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Who said you could talk to me? Are you ready? Because it's time. The Sunshine Happy Pants Hour is on the air. Featuring the jack of all trades and master of none, Joel. Does anyone else smell fried chicken? Couldn't have picked a shorter podcast name. That's like a mouthful right there. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 223 of the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. I am your host, Joel, and yes, I am back like Eminem. I'm back yet again, which I think is what I said the last time I did a show. But anyway, um, <laughs> welcome, welcome. If you are new to the show, um, this is my six-song musical mix cast where I talk about things uh, in my life, uh, topics I want to kind of broach, self-help stuff, movies, etc., and uh, play six songs, uh, new songs in between that uh, chitter-chatter. And it's been a while since I've recorded, so let's see how this goes. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me on facebook.com. Just look up the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. That's K-P-A-N-T-S. Uh, you can shoot me an email at joelhappypants at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at joelhappypantshour. Uh, This show is available when it's available on all the fine podcasting directories out there. I also do another show called 40 Going on 14, which is a regular weekly normal podcast, as it were. Uh, You can find that at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, uh, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, as well as uh, Google Podcasts, and a just whole host of other places. If you can't find us online... You're not looking hard enough. Uh, we can also be found on Facebook.com. Just look up 40 going on 14. You can send us an email at 40go14 at gmail.com or a voicemail at 708 now wrap. That's 708-669-9727. We are also on Twitter at 40go14. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm scrolling through my notes here. All the music this week is provided to us by the artist directly. If you like what you hear, please purchase it directly from the artist. Um, or if you would rather go to a local brick and mortar store, um, and maybe you're in Oak Park, Illinois on Harrison Avenue, stop by Val's Hollow Records, talk to Shane, tell him Joel said hello. Uh, this show is, uh, first updated and the notification is available on my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. So if you want to know when the show is available, just hop on there. It'll let you know. Um, you can check out my defunct comic strip gregory the really angry robot that is available through facebook at its permanent home just look up gregory the really angry robot you will find it and something new uh that is happening in my life that you can now find me on if you want to get more joel content uh, if you're not getting enough of this show being released every six months or so um my wife laura and i have a presence online that we are working on growing uh, since we love doing things together uh, we pretty much uh, do everything together Uh, we like creating things together and we kind of have taken that love of uh, crafting making art uh, just generally having fun together and doing stuff and the kind of creepy aspect of our relationship. And I don't mean that in a kind of stalkery weird way, but in a, we love horror movies and creepy, spooky, anything to do with Halloween and, uh, all the peripherals around that monsters, etc. Anyway, uh, we have a 
couple of places you can find us as the newly deads that's n-e-w-l-y-d-e-a-d-s as in we're newly married well almost a year now but uh you know it's a play on words but you can find us on tiktok instagram and youtube uh, we also post on both of our independent facebook pages we don't have a facebook channel or page for us yet but perhaps that's something that will be happening down the road but she loves instagram and tiktok i'm keen with uh youtube and of course i like using my facebook and podcasting whatnots to do stuff so if you just look up the newly deads uh you'll be able to find us if uh, you don't find us and you would like to know where to f- look for us or where we're located uh, you know what i mean you can reach out to me directly either on my uh, Facebook page at uh, Joel Happy Pants Hour or, uh, well, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, excuse me, or uh, through the email or if you have me directly as a friend on Facebook, of course, you can do that there as well. Uh, so, yeah, that is everything to get you caught up to where we're at. I'm doing this first thing in the morning on a Saturday, which is unusual for me. Usually I record in the afternoon or the evening. But this morning, I've got my coffee, uh, and I'm sitting here by myself, nobody else in the house right now, just me and all of the various critters that live here. It's kind of an overcast day, it's going to be a cooler day today, and it just seemed like the perfect time to to record something. I put everything together last night um, when I had taken a day off, we'll get to that, but yeah, it seemed like a good day to record. So, the first song that uh, was played was The Shame of Love by Juliana Hatfield off of her release Blood, which has come out in the interim of the time when we spoke last to now. It is quite possibly, and the more I listen to it, the, the more it's climbing up the charts as far as her best work to date, which she's got a, you know, what, she's been making music since like about... 1988 I want to say so she's got an extensive catalog of work and this particular song which kicks off the album doesn't seem like at first when you hear it like it's going to be you know kind of the song that's going to kick off a record you know because usually you want to kind of punch your listener in the face musically so it kind of starts off a little slow gets into it and it's I don't want to call it a dirge because it's definitely not a dirge, but it's, you know, it's a slower kind of more methodical paced kind of song, but there's just something about it that, you know, I recommend you stop the show, rewind it. Is that possible on an MP3 or on a podcast app? I don't know. Go back to the beginning or seek it out. Look it on YouTube. Look it up on YouTube. You can find it there. Listen to it again. That what what's being referred to in the community as the broken guitar that broken guitar sound is really what sells the song i think and i just i don't know something about it just hits me in the happy place and speaking of of things hitting me up in, in the happy place uh, the title of the the uh, episode is recharge and we'll probably talk about that more in just a little bit but let's go ahead and jump into the next song uh this is another album that well Another half of an album that dropped here in the interim between the last time we talked and now. Uh, This is the Brothers Karamazov by The Used. And when we get back, we'll get into the show. So hold on tight, kids. It's going to be a big one.
All right, and we are back. That was the Brothers Karamazov by The Used, and I hope I'm saying that correctly. That is, um, when they recorded their most recent album, Heartwork, there was basically enough material that was recorded to make two albums. So rather than release a second album, they released half of the album uh, initially, and then once they'd gotten the other songs mastered and whatever, they released the other, I want to say it's 10 additional songs, that uh, was just released uh, the 11th, I believe it was. Is that right? Yeah, it was It was very recently that, that they were released. But as anybody who knows me knows, uh, I'm a huge fan of The Used, one of my favorite bands. So I was, needless to say, excited when that came out. So not only do you have a new record from Juliana Hatfield, you now have a new record by The Used. So this has been a very... Um, amazing six months uh, as far as musically goes and the rest of the music from this episode also from bands that i found in the past three years four years uh, other bands that i found and uh i'm just looking down the list here yeah all bands that i found within the last five years that uh just have quickly risen up the charts as far as some of my favorite music being made currently but anyway uh so it's been six months or so since we last spoke and in that time uh the wedding is finally happening as you all remember from two episodes ago i kind of went over the the wedding as it ended up being which you know, initially we'd had the plan for the big ceremony. Everything was all set. We'd purchased uh, all of the stuff for it for the most part. Uh, we'd gotten, you know, uh, her dress, my suit. Uh, we'd picked out the stuff that we wanted our groomspeople to wear. Uh, there'd been dresses ordered. There'd been pretty much the majority of things done. I'd say maybe 75% of things done. Um, and then, of course, everything got shut down. We had to retool, had to create something smaller that was, you know, just enough for us to be able to get married when we wanted to, on the date we wanted to, and keep it safe and small. In the interim, in that time, so you've got about a two-year window um, that things can change. And in that time frame, a lot has, has, a lot has changed in terms of... Um, uh, my wife has continued to uh, lose weight until she was able to reach her goal, which is 150 pounds down from where she was uh, when she started her you know, journey. Um, I eventually finally got back on track with my weight loss goals. I myself lost like 35 pounds. Uh, so the dress that she bought and the suit that I bought no longer fit. So we had to start over there. Um, we also had to go back and kind of retool and decide exactly what we wanted to have since we kind of used some things for the original wedding ceremony and for this kind of what we're calling the renuptialing. We wanted to make sure uh, we kept the things that we had originally planned but made some adjustments since, um, again, a lot has changed in the time between then and now. So went back. We... Um, I'd say probably 90% of the things that are there uh, for the wedding, whether it be centerpieces or decorations, we have purchased 
um, or uh, actually we are, one of the things we are going to have at the wedding is something we're borrowing, which is a 12 foot skeleton, which is kind of exciting. Uh, we, we'd have one ourselves, but they're kind of expensive. So if anybody's looking for a wedding gift for us and has an extra, you know, four or 500 bucks lying around 12 foot skeleton, I'll give you my address. Um, anyway, so we, we created, um, some of it during the initial kind of lockdown periods, most of it in the past, uh, three or four months, we've kind of worked hard to, uh, paint and build and craft and, you know, we like doing things together, as I mentioned earlier, as the newly deads. So that's just it. We wanted the, we wanted the wedding to be us on a plate. So here you go. This is us on a plate. Uh, well, except the food that's on the plate isn't us. That's the, the, the venue that we're getting married at. That's their, their recipes and stuff. But yeah, that would have been interesting, though, if we could have created the, the recipes ourselves from scratch. I'm a pretty good cook. She's a good cook. I don't know. Anyway, so we initially had invited about 170 people, 175, somewhere in there. Um, now with things kind of getting back on track and with, uh, luckily things are not shut down again. It sounds like they're probably not going to be by then. Um, we should still be okay to move forward. Um, the, the country club that we're getting married at seems to believe that, uh, you know, we're going to be, we're solid, but we've ended up with about 120 people, uh, that have RSVP'd that they are still coming, uh, which is a pretty good margin considering your average wedding pre pandemic. If you were to invite 170 people, you're not going to get all 170 people that are going to show up. You're always going to have some amount of people that aren't going to be there. So I feel like honestly, it's a pretty amazing turnout, uh, and it's going to be fun. I mean, we're still being safe. Obviously we're not, we're not trying to, to create any problems for anybody, but, uh, uh, it's been a long time coming in. And, and if this wasn't going to happen now, then it wasn't going to happen. We kind of had resigned ourselves that we couldn't push it another year. Um, so yeah. And we've got our honeymoon planned, which I don't know when's the last time I went uh, on a vacation vacation. I mean, we went on a, what we call our mini moon last year, which was, you know, just basically a series of day trips, but this is an actual like pack up, board the dogs or, you know, leave them with folks and drive, leave the house and drive, you know, a thousand miles plus in a direction to go stop at various places and then uh, come back, which I will kind of, I, I think I, on a previous episode, have given you guys a breakdown of kind of what we were going to be doing, but I'll save that for an actual later episode to kind of give you the what's what once it's happening. Uh, some other things that have happened. I am now fully work from home. I never thought I would want to be a work from home person. I, in the course of being at my job, I've changed a lot from my original goals as far as what I wanted out of the the job and where I wanted to end up to now um, again after the pandemic hit and having to be at home and having the option to continue to stay at home I decided that was the best way to go um, got older pets uh, I've got you know kids that are kind of in need of of me being around um, Plus, it's just kind of nice uh, to be at home 
you know, if I need to use a restroom, it's my own restroom. If I want to, uh, if I'm want to put on a movie while I'm working, I've got my own TV. I can put on whatever I want as loud as I want. I don't have to worry about, you know, what's, what other people around me are, are perceiving. For the most part, it's been a positive, a positive change. Yeah, there are some drawbacks, you know, there are some people that I would like to be able to see periodically at work, uh, have that kind of social interaction, the the drive to and from work, of course, if anybody out there who has a car and drives, as you know, the act of driving, listening to music, going somewhere, kind of the, uh, the open road can be very therapeutic. Um, and there is something to be said about not having that anymore because that that time that 15 20 minutes from the time you leave your house to the time you get to work and the time you leave work to the time you get home where you're listening to music or it's the car is completely quiet and it's just the road noise there's something kind of again that that i used the word earlier recharge but kind of gives you a recharge or a charge um gives you a chance to kind of get reflective to kind of um, have some time to yourself. It's just a very, it's, it's, I've always found it to be a very positive experience. So I don't have that anymore, but that's okay. That that's a minor thing um, to trade for the ability to enjoy being at home. Um, and it's not like I don't like leaving the house because, you know, I go get groceries every week. I'm out, you know, running errands. Um, Laura and I, and, uh, sometimes the kids will, you know, we walk every day. Uh, I, there's still plenty of, of opportunity for me to leave the house. It's not like I'm in the house and that's it. I'm, I'm always in the house. It's not like that. But, um, and that's the thing I think I was kind of afraid of with being work from home is that it would kind of put me inside of a little bubble and potentially, maybe make me regress in terms of kind of being, uh, you know, having an ability to interact socially with people. But it's, for the most part, I found that not to be true, which is the the big, the biggest concern with all of that. And I think I just bumped my microphone, so I apologize. Um, but yeah, so that's new. And the last couple things, I don't know if you noticed, but the microphone I'm speaking to you on is a new microphone. Um, the one that I'd had for years and years uh, required a mixer, and I never really quite figured out how to to work the mixer on my own. Uh, I had preset stuff, but if something went wrong, I was you know out of luck. So this one is a plug and play, fairly inexpensive, but I think sounds pretty good. I'm happy with it. Uh, it's a bit more omnidirectional, so background noise can get picked up a lot easier than on the other one, which was you know, very just one direction. And if I wasn't talking in it the right way, it wasn't going to get picked up very well. So that's new. And then the other, I guess the, the biggest thing was the purchase of uh, a new car. Yeah. So the oldest needed a vehicle uh, job was starting, graduating high school, going to college. I just... I couldn't quite figure out the best way to make things work and I keep moving my head. So hopefully the mic is still picking up my voice when I turn my head, but, um, and I just decided I've, I've never bought a brand new hundred percent 
off the lot, zero miles, well, like five miles car by myself. I, I, in my previous marriage, I had bought a new car that way uh, together. But, you know, that's more, you're getting it for practicality with everybody. But I, this was kind of a car for myself. Um, so I went ahead and, and jumped ship, bought a brand new car, uh, drove it off the lot. It had uh, five miles on it. Came straight from the factory, still had the uh, uh, little stickers on it and stuff from uh, being packed and brought in on a truck from, I think, Indiana. So, yeah, uh, brand new 2021 Honda Civic uh, Sport. I originally was looking at the hatchback, but um, they didn't have one on the lot. And uh, I don't know why I didn't ask if they didn't have one to... Uh, buy new, or uh, you know, have it shipped in when they said they were, you know, I decided to go with this one, but this one actually was a little less expensive. Um, and uh, you know, there's there's aspects of both that I like that I kind of wish I would have had the hatchback just for, uh, you know, if we're traveling around or if we kind of take this newly deads thing and turn it into a uh, crafting sort of venture or where we're selling artwork or crafts um, at like trade type shows then you know it'd be nice to have more space to take things um but we'll figure that out when the time comes i but i i love it uh her name's lily as in lily munster um it's just it's just fun to drive and my favorite car that I ever had was my 1994 honda civic uh black two-door coupe with a, a sunroof slash moonroof uh that car got me around places for a long time. I loved the way it looked. I loved the way it drove. I loved everything about that car. And when I got rid of it, I was sad. Uh, but I, I have a newer model. Uh, it's a bit bigger than the one I used to drive in 94. Uh, it's a four door instead of two door. Cause I still, you know, have kids and have a need to have a, uh, you know, a sedan, not a, I'm not the kind of guy that wants a, you know, a, a penis mobile or a crotch rocket or, a, you know, a, two-door anything anymore you know i i am still somewhat practical i'm not looking for a uh, uh midlife crisis kind of car uh, but it is sporty uh looks nice I, I always refer to it as sexy um but anyway yeah so that's it for catching up with things with that uh so let's go ahead and jump into the next song here's another band that i like i said i found over the uh, within the past five years that i fell in love with uh, this is off of their brand new release, uh, which just came out a few months ago. The song is called Hi Again by Teenage Wrist. And uh, when we come back, we got more to talk about. So here we go. Time. 
Hi Again by Teenage Wrist and I just, that's another band like I said that I, I've fallen in love with I hope you like it I dig it and you should go out and get their entire catalog so yeah the next thing I was wanted to talk about was something I kind of broached a little bit uh, earlier but uh, in the interim of time since uh, the time I met Laura to now uh, we both have kind of continued a, a, a weight loss journey to get to be you know healthier individuals and it, it's interesting because at my heaviest between the, the the heaviest that I've ever been in my life to now uh, I've lost about a hundred pounds now it it wasn't uh, you know a quick thing it's been a very long slow process and I actually have been smaller than I am right now in this life which uh, I want to say maybe 20 pounds-ish lighter than I am now, which it was not intentional. And uh, I definitely do not want to get back there again because that, that that's, was to the point of getting scary, anorexic, too small sort of thing. But right now I feel uh, comfortable, um, I, I think is the word that I use most often with it, do I still have? I think everybody who's been bigger, and even people that that haven't been, um, I think it, it it affects a lot of people. 
whether you've always been, you know, kind of a, the, I don't know what the word is. I don't want to say normal sized, uh, healthy weight, um, smaller, uh, skinnier, you know, slightly heavier, uh, obese. I mean, whatever category you fall into. And I don't like some of the words that they have for, um, the different weight categories that, that people fall under. Um, I understand, obviously, there's a certain kind of range where you want to be that is a healthy range, um, which is, you know, more of a scientific thing, which that I understand, you know, you don't want to have uh, clogged arteries, you don't want to have so much weight that it's causing uh, undue stress on your bones or your muscles that can cause other issues. So I get that there's, you know, places where they, they want you to be uh, at a healthy range. But sometimes the, the words that are used for that, I, I don't care for. But um, anyway, I, you know, I, I still feel like to some extent I have a, a bit of body dysmorphia. It's, it's not nearly what it can be for some people. And uh, I know how difficult that can be um, when it's when it's bad. I have a very slight case of it um, and... Uh, I, I deal with it pretty well, I think. I mean, I, I, it doesn't definitely doesn't get the better of me to the point where, again, where I'm trying to go so extreme that I'm becoming anorexic. Uh, and I, I feel like, I, but I, I like I was saying, I feel like right now I'm kind of, I'm kind of comfortable in my skin. I'm, I'm fitting in a size that normally I wouldn't purchase because no matter how small I had gotten. Uh, I always felt like it was uh, too tight, you know, that it was there was not enough room to kind of sit around and be comfortable. I always felt like I was kind of bulging out of the the shirt. Uh, the, 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 but now I I don't get that sense, and it's kind of put me into a a bit of a uh, a box that I can't gain weight again. I mean, I don't want to. But, you know, I, I have to stick with this um, and try and maintain this as a lifelong goal, which is is my goal. You know, I, I want to now that I've gotten here, I want to stay here. But, you know, by starting to only buy clothes in a smaller size, the the size that fits me now, if for some reason something goes sideways, I mean, I have clothes that are bigger, but I bought so much now that it would require uh, you know, changing a wardrobe again, which is a costly, uh, venture. So, uh, you know, I guess that's, that's one way to <laughs> kind of keep motivation. But I think the biggest thing is having a partner that, uh, uh, you know, shares the same goals and desires as you do. And I think Laura needed that as much as I needed that because I had always originally set my goal, uh, for weight loss at about a 175, which, you know, for, for somebody my size or my height and everything is, is, is a decent weight, but I felt like it was attainable. Uh, the funny thing was though, that no matter how much I lost and how much I felt like I was doing a good job of tracking foods and, you know, uh, doing exercise and everything, I just, I couldn't crack, I couldn't crack that number. Like I couldn't get to that number. Um, and I ended up, eventually just kind of always sitting at about a 190 range. And I just kind of accepted that as, as long as I didn't go over 200, I was, I was content. 
but once uh, um, you know, I saw how good Laura was doing and how much she had lost and how much she still planned to lose. And, you know, not only in a, in a vote of support, but also in a desire to maybe kind of ride that wave. Um, I joined on to kind of her methodology, took what I already knew, added what she was doing. And all of a sudden things started to go the other way. And little by little, I got down to where I'm at now, which I am sitting at about 160, which is below my original goal. And my original goal wasn't because I felt like that was the, the perfect way for me. I just felt like it was something that was attainable and maintainable. Uh, but I found that, that that's not the case and that where I'm at now is attainable, was attainable, and is very maintainable. Um, and now that I'm here, I'm working on trying to learn how to maintain the maintenance phase of things. Um, but the first thing is, you, you know, you can't look at something like this as a diet. It's, it's a lifestyle change. It really is. If you don't plan on making it a long-term permanent kind of change, then you're probably, it's probably going to be difficult to succeed. Uh, and if you feel like it's just a short-term thing to reach a goal and then after that, whatever, it's not good to yo-yo either. Um, but you know, if you're doing it for a short-term goal and it's not a plan to keep it long-term, then that's, you know, that is what it is. But if it's something that you want to maintain and, and keep it as a long-term goal, then you really have to change your, your brain, your thought process as far as what it is that you're doing, why, and uh, what you're going to do to maintain it, which I didn't do anything uh, out of the ordinary. It was just simply changing my diet uh, uh, again, which I, again, felt like I was doing a pretty good job at, but I wasn't, I wasn't calculating things enough and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't, had, didn't have the right amounts. Uh, I was just kind of all doing it from memory, from things that I had taught myself years ago, which again, had been helping me maintain the weight I was at for a decade, but it hadn't gotten me to the goal that I always wanted to be at. Um, exercise and again nothing crazy uh you know i i i'm considered sedentary as far as lifestyle because i sit at a desk uh for my job uh it's not an active job uh, i do stuff around the house but even then you know at the end of the day i tend to be you know sitting on the couch at the end of the night watching a movie or a tv show or hanging out and working on projects uh, there's not a lot of standing or moving around um, other than groceries and things like that but now, uh, Laura and I go walking every night, um, a couple of laps around our block, which it doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, all in all, it probably takes us half an hour or two of walking to get around, uh, the two laps. Plus it's a lot of, uh, hills and ups and downs, and there's a lot of variation in the terrain. So it's not just a straight shot sort of thing. Um, and then the other thing is, is I track my, uh, food, which is kind of fun. It's it in some ways it's kind of like how much, what's the most I can eat for the least amount of calories, and you kind of start to. It's almost like a game where you're kind of playing the numbers to try and figure out. Okay, well I want to have as much food as possible because I like I'm a I, I like quantity and I also like length of time. So the longer it takes me to eat something, uh, and the more I have of it, that's that's what I prefer. That's my kind of 
sweet spot. So uh, it's been a lot of kind of trial and error with her and I to kind of figure out what we can do that kind of fall into those categories. And at this point, we've got a pretty good baseline. And uh, one of the biggest helps with that has been the MyFitnessPal app, which may not work for everybody, but for us, uh, it's fairly simple. You put in your personal information, you put in uh, you know, what your current weight is, what you want your weight to be, how fast you want to lose it as far as, you know, half a pound, a pound, whether you want to maintain. Um, and once you put in all your personal information like that, then you go and then you just track it like a diary. So what did I have for breakfast? You can look it up. If you can't find it or you've got something that uh, you just want to scan the barcode, you can scan the barcode. It'll tell you. Um, then you put it in. So like, you know, breakfast, you put in, I had coffee, I had, uh, you know, water, I had eggs, I had whatever. And, and then you put in the, the quantity and it's, it's important to pay attention to serving size. Uh, serving size is there for a reason. And if you're following the serving size for things, then that's uh, again, a, a key thing. And so if you do that with the app, it tells you how many calories you have left. Uh, it tells you stuff in terms of like, if you're burning stuff with with uh, exercise I don't use that part of it because I don't know how accurate it is but um, I just main you know focus on uh, the what I'm eating and how many calories I have left so then by the end of the day if I have let's say 400 calories left and I know I can have some sort of a snack in the evening and uh, you know I, I never uh, feel hungry the only time I really feel hungry is when I eat really high calorie, snacks that are small or meals that are small. Um, and I mean, that's understandable. You're, you're putting less into your body plus junk food and, and things that are high in uh, a lot of like preservatives and, and fat and whatnot tend to not be as satisfying as, as, you know, having a really large salad with lots of components and you'd be surprised. I mean, sometimes it's just as simple as, uh, doing a serving size of a, a low calorie dressing versus just like when you go to a restaurant, they just pour on a bunch of salad dressing. That's, I don't get me wrong, ranch is one of my lifebloods, but you know, pouring a lot of ranch on a salad, it it, it kind of tends to drown it and can be too much. But if you do just the two tablespoons, it's in a serving of like a, a GHU's uh, honey mustard dressing, it coats the entire salad. It it's not too much and it's only 50 calories versus 150, 200 plus calories just for, just for dressing. So it, it does it serving size, um, quantities, what you're eating, tracking, all those things really help. And I, I, I'm not just preaching something that I don't do myself. This is something that I did, uh, and it helped me reach my goal. So enough sitting on my high horse talking about food um yeah let's go ahead and jump into the next song this is disconnect by basement again another band that i've fell in love with in the past five or so years off of their most recent release and when we come back we got one more thing to talk about so hold on tight kids be back in just a few
right. And we are back. That was Disconnect by Basement. Oh, man. I love that band. All right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about this week um, was the art of the recharge. The And I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, but having just spent yesterday doing that, I had felt apropos to broach the subject once again, uh, because I feel like it's something that's important that I don't know that... Um, that people do enough of and you know because in this day and age we tend to I, I don't know it just feels like we're always on like we're always going like we're always doing something whether it's uh you know with online uh what's the word i'm looking for social media stuff uh you know whether it's uh, making videos which again i love doing that stuff but you know if, if your whole life is focused on kind of that's all you're doing is kind of creating content for everybody out there. Um, but you're not taking time to kind of, that's going to sound cheesy, but create content for yourself. Um, or if you're putting yourself into your job, like you're doing so much for your job that you're not doing things for yourself anymore. And that you, you know, your work is, is your whole life. Like that's your whole personality. Um, you know, you've got to find a, a happy middle ground. It's kind of like I was just talking about with food where, you know, it's okay to, to you know, to eat those snacks that are uh, not very filling, but that are super high in calories. And it's okay to, you know, indulge and um, you don't ever want to cut yourself off completely from the things that you love, but it's all about moderation. And it's the same kind of thing with, uh, you know, just daily life that all those things are great and all you, you can have fun doing all those things. You can throw yourself into your work because obviously you want to get ahead. You want to uh, get ahead. You want to oh, a little Freudian slip there. Um, you want to get ahead in, in your job. You want to uh, make enough money to support yourself or your family uh, to be able to, you know, do the things that you want to do in this life. Um, but, you know, if, if you're not moderating that with, taking time for yourself, whether it's, you know, getting enough sleep, uh, going out and doing fun things, uh, hanging out with your significant other, um, your kids, whether you're, uh, traveling, um, you know, it's, it's just as important to have those things too. Again, so it's, it's, it's moderation. It's, um, paying attention to what your body's telling you, you know, internal cues that it's like, okay, I'm starting to get to a, um, a very high stressed position. Uh, I'm becoming, you know, more irritable. I'm uh, getting upset more easily. Um, finding that I'm not enjoying kind of things that I that I used to enjoy in daily life. Um, there's just a lot of things that can kind of start to creep up on you and and make you realize that okay, all right, I need to take a break. I need to recharge. I need to stop and take that moment to kind of regroup get myself back to to zero and start fresh so for me as i've again i'm sure talked about on this show multiple times having been uh podcasting since 1990 or since 1999 no since 2005 and doing my solo shows since probably 2006 or seven somewhere in there maybe um I know I've talked about probably my favorite thing to do, and I, I don't do it very often, but 
is to block out a day, make sure that there's nothing that, that has to be done. There's no place I have to be. There's nobody I have to answer to. Um, you know, there's no, i.e. no, no job, um, uh, things that have to be done, no prior commitments to, um, you know, whether it's some things that I, that I do for like the, uh, AFSP or things that I do for, um, like I said, for work or, uh, I feel like there's something else that I'm missing in there, but you know, no prior commitments. Let's just say that. Um, and I will block out a day where I will curate a group of films that I want to watch. And for me, a, a recharge means shutting my brain down more or less and letting it be driven by whatever it is that I'm watching. So if I'm not having to worry about anything else around me, um, the things that I, the, the few things that I do have to do, like, you know, take care of the, the animals, uh, take care of myself, obviously those are kind of, you're always going to have to have those. But if everything else is just focused on, okay, well, what's happening in this two hour window of a movie and then move on to the next one. Okay. What's going on in this two hour window of a movie. And it's just, it's, it's a way to kind of shut your brain down or put it into a lower power mode. If that's a way of looking at it and just kind of, you know, Calgon take me away. So typically what that means for me is, you know, I'll, I'll usually start like seven or eight in the morning and go until like two in the, the morning, which typically with, uh, food breaks, showers, uh, feeding the animals, um, you know, incidental things that kind of happen throughout the day, I can usually get in maximum in a day is about nine, nine films, which, uh, feels like a lot, but sometimes doesn't feel like very much. There has been at least one, maybe two occasions in this life, maybe not even two, uh, where I've blocked out more than one day. And let me tell you, having two days of that is glorious, but it is also a button-a-thon. Uh, it is not for everybody. Um, I know other people find this same kind of recharge mentality or recharge ability uh, in other other things in this life, whether it's uh, creating art, uh, exercise, you know, marathons, yard work. Um, maybe it is your job. I don't know. There's, there's people find that, and you got to find your own, what, what's your own charger? What's your own thing that gets you kind of back to, to zero, to square one, to a healthy place mentally so that you're your best you for all the people that rely on you, uh, in your life and all the, the critters and etc. So, like I said, for me, it's, it's picking out a bunch of, of movies, whether they're on a certain theme or whether they're just things that I've been wanting to see, but haven't had time to, uh, sitting down. Typically it'll be on like a Friday. So it'll be my kind of my free day as far as food is concerned. So I'll eat, you know, a bunch of fun stuff watch some movies and a lot of times, you know, maybe even sit around just in my, in my pajamas all day. If I'm getting crazy with it, I know it sounds silly and cheesy and, and maybe kind of lame to some people, but for me, it's my happy place. Um, and that's what I did yesterday. 
I was able to get in nine movies. I stuck on a theme of uh, nothing past 1999. Uh, the So all the movies had, I think, fell between 70 and, and 70s and 90s. Um, I don't know how that happened. I think just when I was starting to kind of go through the things that I had kind of been wanting to see, I just kind of started to notice a pattern. Um, and I just... I went with it and I intentionally stayed away from anything that was post 1999. Uh, and it was fun. It was, it was a good day. Uh, I ate way more food than I should have. Um, I, I cannot complain. We'll see on Monday if I feel like I'm back to a good place again, once I get back to work. But right now I'm happy. I'm looking forward to, uh, spending some time with my family today. Um, hopefully we'll be able to, uh, get some things done around the house and get things that, uh, need to be done, done. And you know, that wedding is coming up fast. It is on the 30th of October. So I have what, 28 days to get everything else ready, finalize plans, get the honeymoon completely, uh, booked and ready to go, which the majority of that is done. Uh, now it's just kind of the smaller things. Uh, we're, we're in a good position. But uh, it's going to be high gear from now until November. And then, of course, as you know, once November hits, well, even after once Halloween is done, then you got Thanksgiving, then it's Christmas, then it's New Year's, and it's just like everything just kind of comes all at once. So it is going to be it's going to be hectic, to say the least. So timing on this day was ideal. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next song. Uh, this is, again, another band that I fell in love with um, in the past five years or so. The song is called If It's Cool With You, I'm Cool With Being Through. It's by This Wildlife. And when we come back, we will close out the show. I never keep See you in the 
Caution, too little of the things I need. Well, I am cautious to let another love her in. Well, I am nauseous, love it, love me with the spin. I am broken, I am down here on my knees. Which emotion, too little of the things I need. Well, I am cautious to let another love her in. Well, I am nauseous, and love it makes me sick. back that was if it's cool with you i'm cool with being through by this wildlife and i want to thank you for joining me for episode 233 of the sunshine happy pants hour if you would like to find me you can find me on facebook.com just look up the sunshine happy pants hour that's k-p-a-n-t-s uh, you can also send me an email at joel happy pants hour at gmail.com uh, voicemail uh, if you would like to leave one you can leave it through the 40 go 14 voicemail number uh, which is uh, 708-669-9727, 708-NOW-RAP. Um, you can find me also on Twitter occasionally at Joel Happy Pants Hour. This show is available when it's available on all f- fine podcasting directories. Uh, while you're there, you can also check out my other show, uh, which is a weekly nostalgia cast is what I call it, where we talk about things then and now. Uh, we're currently in October, which is our Halloween month. Uh, the show is called 40 Going on 14. I do that with Mike, Pat, and Josh, my uh, friends from college and three of my groomsmen in my wedding. Uh, you can find that at 40go14.com, iTunes, Stitcher, TalkShoe, Blueberry, uh, streaming Saturdays at noon on Geek Life Radio, Podcast Addict, uh, Podchaser, uh, Google Podcasts. Uh, we're pretty much everywhere that you want uh, to listen to shows. You can find us. We are out there on the interwebs. If you would like to leave us a voicemail, uh, it's 708 now wrap. That's 708 669 9727. Uh, email 40go14 at gmail.com on Twitter at 40go14. Um, all the music this week is provided to uh, you, provided to us by the artists themselves. If you like what you hear, please purchase it directly from the artist. Or if you like brick and mortar stores and you happen to be in Oak Park, Illinois on Harrison Avenue, stop by Val Sala Records. Uh, say hi to Shane, tell him Joel sent you. Uh, this show is uh, released, uh, the, well, the notification is released on my blog at a momentary lapse with joel.blogspot.com. So if you want to know when the show is available, that is the first place that is updated or uh, check the Facebook page, uh, Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, that uh, you can like that and that will also notify you once that's available. Uh, if you'd like to check out my defunct comic strip, Gregory the Really Angry Robot, you can find that on facebook.com. Just look up Gregory the Really Angry Robot. If you would like to see the fun things that Laura and I, my wife, um, that we are doing as uh, the Newly Deads, which is our moniker as a joint productions. I don't know why I said it that way. Uh, Productions. I sound like I'm trying to do an accent. Uh, You can see our craft things, uh, artwork, um, uh, videos that we're making, uh, whether they're uh, food reviews, um, snack reviews, uh, travels that we're having together, 
uh, just anything and everything to do with kind of us as a couple and the things that we're putting out there um, for you to enjoy. You can find that on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, uh, The Newly Deads. Also, we may at some point add a Facebook page or some sort of other presence, and we may eventually know... Uh, nothing specifically now to report, but at some point soon, um, you will be able to find us out in the wild. Um, we are looking to start uh, creating content, physical content, uh, i.e. artwork, crafty things, um, possibly things like stickers, I don't know, just things that we've created together uh, that tend to lean to the spooky side of life. You will be able to find them out in the wild. Um, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to bring this up because it hasn't officially been announced yet. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold off, but there is something coming, uh, in December that, uh, if you are in the Illinois area and you would like to come and see us as the newly deads, I'll, I'll get you more as, uh, I get, uh, I got to talk to her and make sure it's going to be cool. But if this show only comes out every six months, then you'll just have to check, uh, my, um, Facebook page to find out or the newly deads page pages page things to find out where what and where because uh, I'll be sure to let everybody know once I can kind of talk about it a little more but yeah I've already said too much so now I'm gonna have to go into witness protection program anyway um, before we close out the show create goals stick with them if you have somebody that you can work with directly to be a support person great but if not lean on those around you or find something that uh, can give you some stability because all of your goals are attainable. It's all just setting a mindset to get yourself uh, over that hump, um, through that fire, down that hill, up that mountain, whatever cliche way you want to look at it, you can get to where you want to be. Um, you just got to put your mind to it and find the right path to lead you there. Uh, I forgot to tell you the last song after the outro is is uh, When You Know by Neck Deep. And uh, yeah, that is it. So love you guys. See you soon. I think we better start over, don't you? Sunshine, we don't belong Got no flowers to grow, but it feels so good with you on me, baby. I feel so good when you know, when you know.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.